This is the Katos Podcast, Food for the Journey. Season 7, Ideas to Help with Modern Life. Episode 4, How to Take Responsibility and Use Your Initiative. Hi, I'm Michael and welcome back to the Catahoulas podcast. So if you've been enjoying season seven so far, I've been getting some wonderful feedback and a lot of people saying this is really thought provoking. I, I never thought of this before or I've been thinking about that one and I went away and thought about it. So hopefully these ideas for can help you with modern life and I've got a new one for you today. So let's get into it. Before we do, as always, we have to start with saying a massive thank you to our sponsor, they are the masterclass sessions. If we click on the link in the show notes, we've got a competition running all the way through the season. You can either win a completely free holiday, a free holiday, or a year subscription to the masterclass sessions. You can choose whichever one you want. So if you're like me and you're a lifelong learner, you love to learn from people who are fantastic what they do, just click on the link in the show notes and you can book yourself on there. And if you want to win the competition, all you have to do is email me at michael at catalyst.co.uk or comment on social media wherever you see these episodes, just something you like about the episode. And you can be in with a chance of winning that. So it's pretty exciting, isn't it? So also while you're there, make sure you click on the link in the show notes to pick up a copy of my brand new audio-based program, which is called The Five Types of Motivation. So if you don't already know, if you like these podcasts and you think, yeah, I like this stuff, I like Learn With Mike, this is my method, my process for how to motivate you. So motivation is essential. And yet for a lot of us, if I said to you, do you want to be highly motivated? You'd say, yeah. If I said, great, have you got a process? You'd go, no. <laughs> so it's my process to help you with that. So the suggestion for today's theme and topic came from a client of mine, actually, two separate clients when I was doing these kind of leadership training sessions. And the same thing came up, and it was this. So this issue, the person was saying, oh, we want our people to be able to take responsibility for things without being asked to and take the initiative and don't want to have to tell them all the time. So the I said, so you're basically telling me you want people to be able to take responsibility for things without having to be told. And they were like, yeah. And you want people to be able to take the initiative and do things off their own back without having to wait to be told. I said, yeah, that's too reactive. I said, okay, great. And we did some stuff on that. And I thought, do you know what? That's a really helpful one for modern life, isn't it? Because how many times do you think, oh, I wish that person would take responsibility or why don't they use initiative? Or sometimes for yourself, you think you get overwhelmed and you just think, like, oh, I've got way too many responsibilities or I don't even know how to handle that or I don't even know where to start with this thing. So I want to help you with that. So we're going to do it in two ways. We're going to look at it first in terms of like a company and business or a group or a team. And I'm going to give you some questions that you can ask yourself or you can share with your, your team, your management or your directors or your board to help you to help your people. And then I thought, well, it'd be really good as well to look at it just for you as an individual, because what works well in business and life are synonymous. Uh, and anybody tells you otherwise has a very divided personality. So let's get into it. First, we've got to understand what responsibility and initiative is and are, because every time you say a word, just keep in mind that somebody else might think of something else. So what you think of as common sense might be somebody else's idea of really having to make a special effort. So what's taking responsibility? What's it actually mean? For most people, they'll talk about being held accountable. You know, you said you're going to do something, you've got to do it. Having to deal with something, you know, people often say that is your responsibility, this is your area. But I'm a bit of a nerd and I like to break the words down. Look at response able. Isn't it cool? You are able to respond to whatever. And if you're able to respond to something, you're able to take responsibility. 
I just think that's really, really cool. So that's the definition I'm going to use. And similarly with using your initiative, that's all to do with the ability to assess and do things independently. I learned this a lot with teaching children years ago. We want children to be able to use their own initiative. Um, actually, children start by trying to be very independent and we make them dependent on us and then we want them to be independent again. It's a bit weird. But in initiative also uh, involves using initiative, also involves using imagination, but also using what's called common sense. So it's all about taking charge and doing things. And often as adults, we try and beat other people to it, especially in business, we try and be the first to do it. So whatever context you're gonna use this in, firstly, in terms of business or a group, and then secondly, in terms of yourself, let's look at how we can do it. Okay, first question. If you want your people to be able to take responsibility and to respond well and use your initiative. What's your structure like at work? There are lots of different structures. Is it completely what they call flat, where it's everybody's kind of same kind of level of responsibility and then there might just be kind of one manager or one director or one person in charge? Is it very hierarchical where you say, right, we have this CEO, then we have this board of directors, and then we have these managers, and these managers are in charge of these teams, and then these people are in charge of this. And it's like a tree, you know, an upwards tree all the way down. Neither's right, neither's wrong. Is it project-based, where people come in together, taking responsibilities for small amounts of projects for short amounts of time. They come together like a bunch of subcontractors working on a project, they do the project, share responsibility, and they go their other way. So look at the structure, because if you have a very hierarchical structure where people report to people, people report to people, ironically, that is not set up for helping people to take responsibility initiative. It sounds like it because you've got people, you know, saying you must respond to this and you must do this and tell this person. But actually what we're doing there is we're straightjacketing people. Now these have to exist, obviously, in certain areas. You must have um, kind of levels of authority. And I'm not saying we throw all structure at the window. But if you've got a very, very hierarchical structure, say if you're in a financial planning company or an accountant's company or business advisory company, tax company, that kind of company where you need that kind of structure, just bear in mind that that setup is not synonymous with freedom, independence, and the, the beautiful innovation <laughs> that everybody seems to want. So I've got a suggestion to help you. There's a really good audio book called No Rules Rules, and it's the story of Netflix. And when I listened to it, I found it very insightful because they talk about freedom and responsibility synonymous together, meaning the greater freedom you give somebody, if they're the right kind of person, the greater they will take personal responsibility. Because the opposite is also true. If you poke people and give them no freedom, they're not actually gonna take responsibility. They're having things done to them. And yes, they'll do things, but you'll never get the level of innovation and inner responsibility that you want from them. So I'm not suggesting you just go copy Netflix because they have a very unique culture, but have a look at what they're doing because this idea of freedom responsibility coming together is a very interesting one. So basically they had all these rules and structures and they realized that if you had good people, the right people, if you took away a lot of those things and gave them more freedom, most people responded really well to that. They took more responsibility off their own back and they were able to initiate and use their initiative and innovate a lot better. So rather than you must fill in this form and you must approve from these 10 people, it was use, use your best judgment, but we'll hold, hold you responsible. It's quite good, isn't it? So check that out and just consider the hierarchy of your company. The second one is, are you really setting people up to succeed or are you waiting for them to fail? Now, it sounds like a stupid question, doesn't it? Because of course we want people to succeed, but do we? Do we really? 
I'm in a networking group and I love it. And one of my friends is called Luke and he asked a really pertinent question. He said, are we doing everything we can to make sure that that person is being successful? Or have we kind of capped what we think they're capable of? Are we, have we done everything we can to support them? Never mind what they're doing. Have we, you know, and I was like, wow. When you think, think about it in terms of someone's performance, we look at what they're doing and what they're not doing and what they're like as a personality. Do we stop and reflect and go, have we given everything this person needs to succeed? So if you want people to be taking responsibility and to be able to be using their initiative, are you setting them up to be able to do that? It's a really good question to ask yourself. Just in general, you're setting them up to succeed. But anytime you want somebody to do something or be a particular way, in a leadership role, the question, the unspoken question is always, are you setting up the conditions for that to happen? Not are you doing it to them or for them, are you setting up the environment so they can do it themselves? It's a good question to ask. So then you might think, okay, how do I actually do that? Don't worry. Four ways that you can help people to be set up to succeed and to use the responsibility, exercise responsibility and use your initiative. Firstly is delegate. Don't do it all for them and don't have other people that are telling them how to do things all of the time. Delegation is a very, very interesting one because people say to me often, well, they're only 18, they're only 22, they're only 25, they're brand new to the company. And I say, no, I don't believe that. And they say, what do you mean? I say, look, I've taught children as young as four and five and 10, 16, 18, all the way up to people in their 70s. And if you give a child a title and say, your job is to tidy up that area in that amount of time, I'm sticking on the song, off you go, I'm not doing it for you. And you just watch 30 (laughs) perfectly motivated children go and tidy a a classroom in two minutes flat, just because you give them a job title, a description and a song and say, off you go, I expect you to do it. The place is spotless in three minutes. So delegation is all about giving people what they need to then go off and do it themselves. It's no good saying to people, they're not, they're, not respond, they're not responding, they're not taking responsibility. Have you given them any opportunities to do things? Or any opportunities for you to delegate someone? Or are you saying, oh, it's quicker if I just do it myself? That is death to leadership. But you can only do so much, can't you? So delegation. Second one is mentoring, informally or formally. Have you got people they can go to, to look at, to emulate, to copy? So, you know, for somebody who can help them, they're showing them the way. You know, somebody who is already taking responsibility, they can go, I want to be like Dave. I want to be like Muhammad. I want to be like Sarah, you know. Third one is safeguarding. And safeguarding in a very informal term just means, are you guarding things? Have you put things in place to stop bad things happening? So, for example, if you want them to take responsibility and use your initiative, great. Have you put things in place so that they don't mess up further down the line, you know? Or are you giving them too much right from the start? Or are you easing them in? Are you setting up parameters to keep them safe because that's a big thing psychologically and environmentally we want our people to be safe again going back to the children's example if a child feels unsafe they won't use their initiative they'll be terrified they'll ask they'll say what do i do what do i do i'm not i'm scared same thing with adults yes we want to safeguard them keep them safe not protect them from from the world but just keep them environmentally and psychologically safe and the final one is onboarding when they're first starting giving them what's called a ramp up you know to get up to your level the level you want them at so how are you onboarding them how are they looked after? How are they welcomed? Do you remember we talked last time about the culture and the climate and the organization? How does it feel working with you guys? Is it kind of, I don't know, fit in somewhere? Or have they been told, this is the vision of where we're going? These are the values. These are the things we expect you to be doing. And you'll see them from us as well. This is how we do things here, etc., etc. Okay. So delegation, mentoring, safeguarding, onboarding. They sound like fancy words, but they're not. They're just making sure people have the things and expectations set on them and the resources in place. So they can do the work that you're paying them to do that you know they're really good at. 
that's what most people want. <laughs> they always tell me, just leave me alone so I can do my job. Yeah. And that's ironically what we want from them. Just we get lost sometimes, kind of like ships in the night. We just don't quite come at it from the same angle. So let's add some stuff on initiative and then let's look into yourself as a person. So initiative, well, there's loads of ways, um, but really you have to be training and rewarding what you want. Look at what I said there. You have to train people. You can't expect somebody to pull something on, out of nothing. Like we say in English, you can't pull a rabbit out of a hat unless you're a magician. <laughs> but are you training people? Have you ever given them any training on creative thinking, innovation? As well as the hard skills, you train the soft skills, the human skills, time management, communication, innovation, creativity, creative thinking, as well as critical thinking. Most people are way too critical, does not mean they're creative. So for example, you think of responsibility, you think of critical, but when you think of initiative, you think of creativity and innovation. The amount of people that say to me, we need to innovate, we need to innovate. And I go, great, how are you training people to do that? And they go, what? As if you can just create amazing innovations out of nothing. It doesn't work like that. Innovation is a lot more like engineering or art. We have to put in time and work on it and work on it and work on it. And eventually one thing out of a hundred might actually be the right thing. So are you training people to take responsibility? And so the training for responsibility could come through mentoring, come through onboarding, delegation. But are you rewarding them when people actually take initiative and responsibility? Do you recognize it and go, fantastic, look at what they did there and share that with people? People often don't listen to you. <laughs> hate to break it to you. You know, people don't listen to me. They watch me. They watch what I do. I learned that from children. You can talk at them all day long, but they'll watch what you do. And if they like it, they'll copy. And adults are the same. And even better is adults copy other adults. That's what we do, isn't it? That's what culture is. We copy other people all the time. Other people copy us. So reward the people and recognize it when it's done. Because we have to be very careful that we don't end up becoming cynical and thinking, well, these people are not capable of things. People are capable of of incredible, wonderful things if, if we set them up to succeed. So another recommendation for you, Edward de Bono, I think I mentioned before in this podcast, he's amazing. He was an incredible man from Malta and just check out his six thinking hats. I won't say anymore. Edward de Bono, go on his website, check him out. He's written multiple books. He trained people in creative thinking, right? And if you can train them, you can train you. He trained all sorts of people. His six thinking hats is an incredible creative thinking tool that you can use for innovation and initiative. And if you shared it with people and taught them that, I guarantee you, you will get good results because I've used it and I've used it with clients. It's absolutely brilliant. So we've got no rules, rules from Netflix and we've got Edward de Bono as recommendations. Now you've got lots of ways that you can do it for yourself in your business or in your work for your team and yourself. But it's always really good, isn't it? To focus on yourself take this time to focus on yourself and think, what about me though, Mike? What about what about me in my life? Well, I got four areas for you because I had four things for the company. Well, let's have four for you now. What about your family and your relationships? How are you able to respond in your relationships with your family? I tell you, for me, to be able to take responsibility and use initiative, just being a dependable person, being somebody that you, people can rely on, people like that. They really like that. So if you're the kind of person who can be depended on, and people can rely on you, you're seen as responsible. So it could be silly things like giving people lifts, picking people up, you know, being there on time when you say you're going to do something, doing it. Those small things add up a lot until before you know it, you're held up in really high regard and relationship. And equally with your initiative, sometimes it's just not waiting for, you know, a birthday to tell somebody you love them. It's just doing it just for the sake of it. Initiative is, to me, is, is a very playful and joyful thing. And you just think, I'm just going to do this because it's the right thing to do. Obviously, we don't want to go around hurting people. But if you've got something you want to do, tell somebody you love them or show them 
why not? I've never had a single person go, no, you can't say that to me now. I'm not ready for it. (laughs) Just be brave, you know, tell somebody you love them today. See what they say. In terms of your health, how are you able to respond? Have you got health issues going on? I've had some health issues recently and I had to respond. I had to go, right, I can't do this. Okay, that sucks. What can I do? Right. Hmm. I can do this. And so, you know, you think about it, but then equally you say, well, can I put a bit of initiative in there? So for me, I mentioned already, I thought, right, well, can I use a bit of creativity? Can I change, do something before I lose the chance? Yeah. What do I want to do? Hmm. I've always loved to dance. I'll do some street dance classes. And I took the initiative, found out where it was, and I just turned up and I'm about to go for, I think, my sixth class next week. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm actually in a competition. I didn't wait for anybody to tell me. I just did it because I thought, I'm just going to do that. So with a lot of these things, when you do take initiative and you are responsible and it works well, it's a virtuous cycle. You want to do it again and again and again because it feels good and you feel you're in control as well. But then also, you know, sometimes that certain things are out of your control. Being responsible and taking initiative, they, they, are, they are synonymous. They're about this beautiful dance between what you can control and what you can't. We often think we can control a lot more than we can. But then paradoxically, sometimes we feel overwhelmed and think we can't control anything. And it's just about figuring out which ones we can do. Equally with your hobbies. Can you take initiative, maybe play guitar? Could you play piano? Could you listen to a different type of music? Is there something tied into your hobbies where you could take responsibility? Perhaps you love doing something. Could you show somebody else how to do that? You know, if you love Formula One, could you take somebody to a Formula One event rather than just go on your own, you know? And the final one is responsibility initiatives for having fun. Oh, wow. I knew I was growing up a bit when I realized I wasn't having as much fun as I used to. <laughs> and I had to make time to see my friends and make time for my hobbies. And you can, if we're not careful, we can get caught up in this whole busy thing. I'll be dead honest with you now. One of the bravest and most initiative dread things I have ever done in my life was at the start of my business where I said, I am not going to be busy. My goal is not to be busy. And it is a bit of an uh, innovative way of thinking. And people always say this to me, how's business? You busy? And I said, that's not my goal. I take responsibility for my business and everything I do, but my goal, I, you know, I use my initiative with it because I'm always thinking the goal is not to be busy here. The goal is to have fun. The goal is to help people. Yeah. The goal is to create value. I don't wait until I think I've reached a certain amount of money or time before I allow myself to enjoy my life. That was something really important to me when I created Catalyst and something else you can do as well. You know, if you don't like something, change it. Don't wait. Don't wait for a special time that's never going to rise. Yeah, start small, start with something, how you eat, how you dress, how you talk to people. Quickest way, I always say this, quickest way you can get a better result somebody's how you talk to them. Just take the initiative, don't wait for permission. Just try something, yeah? So hopefully that's been helpful for you to give you a bit of a, a kickstart and understanding how responsibility and initiative are synonymous, how you can help people with it. There's no such thing as types of people. We typecast people too quickly. We have to be honest and say, have we set them up with everything they need to succeed? And if they're not doing it, the answer is usually no. And if we have, and the answer is no, still no, then there's things we can do about it. But then we've also looked at it in your life. And just, it's a very exciting thing, this, because it's almost like you think, oh, can I get away with doing these things? I'm just, I'm just doing this. It's like when I started my business, I'm like, can I just, can I just start this business? Am I, am I allowed to do this? I mean, yeah, yeah, you are. I'll finish one of my favorite quotes from Les Brown. When Les Brown was asked, what qualifies you to do this? And he just went, the fact that I'm here. <laughs> and I think that's a really good way of thinking about life. You know, I can't do this. I can't change this. I can't. Why not? Why not? Just take a bit of responsibility. Use your initiative. Go for it. 
So hopefully that's been helpful for you. Check out Edward de Bono. Check out No Rules Rules. And make sure to click on the link in the show notes if you want to check out anything I've talked about. And looking forward to seeing the next episode. Okay, remember, just one more thing. Even if you don't do any of this, <laughs> just remember that somebody somewhere loves you very, very much. Okay, take care and speak soon. So if you enjoyed this episode of the Catalyst Podcast, Food for the Journey, please share it. You can share it by copying and pasting the link into WhatsApp or into however you share messages with your friends. You can send me a message, say how much you enjoyed it. You can share on social media. Remember, if you click on the link in the show notes, you can buy yourself a copy of the five types of motivation. And you can also check out our sponsor, the Masterclass Sessions. Hope you continue to enjoy these episodes. I'll keep making them for you as long as you enjoy them. Thank you so much for all your love and feedback. See you soon.